Welcome to another episode of Marketing 101 for Chiropractors, where we keep you ahead of the curve, attracting more new patients and growing your business. Now, here's your host, Dr. D himself. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Marketing 101 for Chiropractors. I think it's like Marketing 201 now, right? You guys are all seasoned vets when it comes to marketing. Uh, This episode today is on events and how to set them up properly and how to be successful every single time you do one, whether you got five people that show up or like us recently, 1,500 people show up, whatever ends up happening, you are successful. We always determine the events that we do based on new patients, right? Um, If you're as old as me, you were doing screenings, you were out there um, screening people at the boat show, at the home show, at the woman's show, at the health show. Remember those? I don't do those anymore, but uh, it's been a while. Uh, But there's value in those as well. Some of you are in rural and smaller areas. Those things can be a great way to not just meet new people, but create some great connections as well. So events are really important. We kind of, as a profession, got away from them um, for some reason. The coaching groups, the influencing groups uh, that were heavy on them started to lean away and teach less of the newer chiropractors about this and the health providers about this. But screenings and events and appreciation days and workshops and anything you do in your office is how you build community. So we're going around this circle of marketing that hopefully you guys have a clean map on in your head about where it starts and where it ends. We're in the middle when it comes to events. You have to have some type of relationship with your community. You have to be at least seen or heard or at least have a a decent patient base to do events. Um, Grand openings are a great way to get started, even though you have no uh, following yet. But you should have something going on on social media before you even decide to host an event. So some tips for you when you get to the event stage, no matter what you do, I'm going to give you the top seven or eight tips that I have when it comes to holding a successful event, just whatever you've been meaning to do. Maybe this is a great time. Maybe this is a great time for this episode to be listening to this and being like, wow, you know what? I've been thinking about doing something. I just don't know what to do or where to do it. But maybe you had an idea of like, Uh, kids day or a ladies night or a workshop or whatever it may be or donuts with dads. I don't know, whatever it is you guys do. Events play a big role. Not only do they play a big role, you should be doing an event every month. You should be doing something that you invite people to every single month. Um, It builds rapport. It builds community. And as a service provider, it just makes sense. If you're selling products, a commodity, don't need to do that much. You just need to have a really strong online presence and influence, right? But when it comes to service and where you got, especially us putting our hands on people, dentists, chiropractors, massage therapists, I mean, all the service lawyers, all the service providers that we have out there, um, you got to build community. You got to build. And this is such a great way to build community. First things that you need to do is organize what you're going to do. Organize it. The idea is great, right? Like I'm going to become a chiropractor. Great. You should probably organize how you're going to do your entire career, right? Otherwise, it's just an idea. So we organize the event by what, where, when, how, why. You know, what what are we going to do? When are we going to do it? How are we going to do it? What are we going to do? 
seems easy, but you should have this outlined. And when you do this work and you put this thought into it, my best advice is to put it in a document, like put it on a Word document or somewhere and just leave your ideas there. That way you can copy and paste this next time you do an event. Uh, that's my biggest tip. If you hang, if you turn off the podcast right now, uh, I think that was worth it. Write it down, save it, duplicate it later. You know, you can copy and paste the stuff. So organize. When are you going to do it? What are you going to do? How are you going to do it? It's going to be a vendor set up. Is it, are you going to invite people to it, like businesses that you work with, or is it just going to be strictly you know free for all? Come on to our grand opening, everybody. You know, come on in. We got prizes, and you know, just lure them in with some type of offer or something to come for food, whatever it may be, people will come to free events. That's, that's a great way. So if you're just getting started, free is great. Free is, free is always a great way to get volume. Uh, so organize it. If you're doing an event where you have space and you do want to cooperate or collaborate with your other businesses, then organize that as well. Set up a vendor uh, way of doing this. So I'll give you a couple examples of our big events or, you know, we did grand openings before cause I've been multiple different places, but, um, uh, kids day is our big one. That's like our annual anniversary. We used to do both. And then I was like, well, why don't we just combine these together, get rid of the anniversary and make this a kids day thing. It's become huge for those of you listening to me or in the marketing 101 for chiropractors, Facebook group, I'm going to give you probably half a million dollars worth of revenue in your business by doing events over the next 12 months. You say, wow, that's a, that's a lot. Do you promise you're going to get that? No, of course I don't promise. Depends where you're at in your career and whether you're in startup mode or whatever. But these events uh, and organizing these will simplify the way you do events and you'll have the, the tools to just recreate them over time, which makes it easier for you to do events and not spend a bunch of money on these. Do you know how much I'm spending on a 1500 kids day event this year? Zero. I made $300 uh, because the vendors paid to be there which is cool. And I spent most of it and sponsorships and all that, but we are going to end up at about 250, 300 plus in the green, which will donate to charity, which is pretty cool. So vendors, now who do you invite to these? It really depends. Make sure they're appropriate for your events. You know, uh, having, um, let's say you're doing a ladies night and having a barber shop as your vendor, not really thinking this through. Um, we want to keep these vendors uh, relevant to the demographic that's coming up. So at Kids Day, kids kids relevant, but engaging the parents, right? The kids are not going to write down their emails and phone numbers for you. The parents are. So we got our neighbors, of course, who are professionals, the physical therapist, the uh, the nurse practitioner, the the uh, who else we have that's professional there? Some ther- some other kids therapies and OT, and that's cool around town but also in our building complex as well. So those are our vendors. And then other cool, fun stuff, vendors, uh, face painting, face tattoos, uh, kids' little trinkets. And we got about 10 of them at our event. It's going to be outdoors. So vendors. Vendors are great. Charge a fee for this. Maybe you're f- the first one that you do, you don't think you can charge a fee. But I'm going to tell you right now, you absolutely can. It can be nominal. It can be $25, $50. We're up to $100 now for a vendor and $300 for a sponsor. But that's where we're going. And we have now a platinum sponsor that's 500, which is great. I'm going to bump that up to a thousand next year. So you can absolutely do that as you build rapport, these things. And again, your events are not meant to make money, but they absolutely can. Are they going to feed your family and put your kids to college? No, but the results of them are definitely going to, because you're going to get a ton of new patients. So vendors, think about who you could team up with to do that. That's number two. Number three, how are you going to attract People to the event and attract people at the event. Not only that, 
of course, you're going to be the the keystone to the event. You're going to have hopefully your booth out there too, or uh, right, we're going to do it right in front of our office so they can walk right into the front office, but we're still doing our tent out in front like the rest of the vendors and the gold sponsors are going to be right beside us. So we have our table out there and you're doing the the normal the normal things. How are you going to attract them? You're going to attract them with giveaways, prizes, raffles, and food and free stuff that you have there. So our kids day event, we got a fire engine, we got the canine unit, we got cool stuff that you can use on your social platform and marketing to lead up to the event. Yeah, do kids want to see a fire engine? Absolutely. Do they want to pet the the black lab from the canine? Absolutely they do. It's really cool. It's I walk up to it every time. One, I love dogs and two, it's pretty cool to see what these tactical officers and canine units are doing with their equipment. It's pretty neat as well. So the dads are all around there. They, they love that stuff too. So that so how do we track them there? Prizes, giveaways, and they have to be lucrative. They have to be something that's worth giving away. Um, it doesn't have to be big ticket, but it could be like a water pillow. It could be um, a Yeti. It could be a cooler. You know, you, I mean, I would make, if I'm trying to get emails on our big event, I'm going to get like one of those big Yeti coolers that you take picnic. And then give that away. That's going to be right in front of my table. Win this. How do you win this? Your email. This brings them to your booth, to your vendor booth. And when when you're there, right to your front table, you have to have an offer. And you got to do something. Have a spine. Have your associate doctor. Have yourself. Have somebody fluent in what you do in chiropractic to be at the screening event. We call these guys the, the heavy hitters, the DLs, the fourth in the batting line, the uh, the closers, sales guys, whatever they are, that's the person that should be there. And after all the years, I'm the number one person to be there. I've even hired and brought in people to do this. And if you don't know who Dave Majors is, uh, Dave Major, Dave Major, uh, give him a shout, find him out on uh, social media because you can call this guy and he'll fly in. He's been doing it for 40 years. And it's unbelievable the communication that he has and the the attract the magnetic pull he has at these events. So if you're more of an introvert, you're like, man, I'm just never good at that stuff. You got to get good at it. Number one, I'm I've been coaching a lot of people. You have to get good at it. Do you have to be the best at it? No, but you have to break your shell a little bit to be out there. Don't have to turn into an extrovert. It's never going to happen. But you need to be out there. You need to lure people in. And then there's also help for you as well. So Dave Major, or or you can be the Dave Major. I'm the Dave Major of my my office now. So. That's how we're going to do that. Uh, once they come to the table, you have the the promo. You have to have a promo that's there for them. They don't need to, I mean, it may not be a promo. You say, hey, today we're giving away $300 exams to chiropractic. Just all you have to do is sign on up. But you have to lure them in in a way that's intriguing. So the, the spine, you're going to teach kids about the spine. Maybe you have a plastic model spine you could show them. Maybe you got some other anatomy things that you can show them. So even in our social media, we have, you know, food trucks and uh, – all the vendors that are going to be there in a bouncy house. And all, we list all the things. And I'm like, kids get to learn about the spine and nervous system. Like it's just in the social media and just keep going. And, and there's going to be lemonade and that, you know, it's all in there because they are, they get to come to the table and we have to teach them, you know, 30 seconds about anatomy of the spine or whatever it is. They maybe you have a brain or whatever it is you want to teach them about. That's cool at your table too. And then screenings. I use the CLA um, technology, the subluxation station. So there's the Titron. I also have a Titron. You can bring the Titron out there. I find I'm in Florida. Everyone's sweaty. It's hot. Titron's not the best. Uh, so I use the EMG on the um, the muscle testing. It shows up on the screen. Something shows up, and I give them a disclaimer. I'm like, listen, it's 88 degrees out right now. This is just showing you how the technology works, and I'm just going to show you, you know, what it means. 
the frequency in the muscle is the pathway from the brain that's either hyperactive, underactive. We get to measure that and then populate it against these scans over time to make sure that chiropractic care is influencing your nervous system in a positive way. It's a tool that we use in the office and you can just fill in the blank with whatever it is, posture pro, um, screening table, balance table, all those, remember all those things we used to use, whatever it is to bring them in. They're like, what is that? Yeah, I'll show you. Sit down. It's a way to get them to your table. Once there, sign them up, get their email and, and uh, for sign up for something. And that's usually a prize. That's the best way. We usually have swag at the table, something that we're giving away this year. It's a lip balm with our logo on it, just organic lip balm. And we have a big case of it and we're going to have it at the table and we're going to have some of our staff walking around as well, handing it out to, to the group as well. That is the way to get them there. Email is going to be the gold of this whole thing. You're going to build your list very quickly by getting emails, phone numbers, and names. It's just an easy way. So once I learned the value of my list, I, I've off put the value of new patients. It doesn't matter if one person signed up to be a new patient at, at an event like this or 55 people sign up to be a, a, a new patient because at the end of the day, I can nurture this list. I'm really good at nurturing the list. So it's it's great. It's worth its weight in gold. Building your email list, trust me, when you hit send and it goes out to 6,000 people, that's super valuable. Even though 2,200 open it up, it's okay. 2,200 people are opening up your emails, reading them on a consistent basis. Super, super valuable there. And then I think where we, we lose track of this is the follow-up. We finish the event. We're tired. We look at the signups. We call the signups. We try and get them into the office for their appointment. And there's great, let's let's finish this with how to sign people up and how to properly get them in the office. But we get tired. We we get, you know, 50% of those people in the office and that's it. We're on to the next event because two weeks has been gone. The event was two weeks ago. We're done. We're moving on to the next. And that's the mistake that we do is we lose track of this. We do this in our care. We do this in our office. We do this with our finances. Um, these things and follow up and having these circles and not linear lines on how we do something is really important. I had to retrain my brain from just my youth about how life is not this linear line. We think it is. You're born, you die. It's, it's like a straight A to Z, right? But you know, a lot of the things we do are actually circles. They just repeat themselves over and over and over, even the stages of your life. They just keep repeating yourself. And it's especially true in business. Think of these things that you have to do and finish as there is no finish. Make them infinity. I hope that makes sense. You want to you want to make loop everything that you do because you're going to go back to it. You're going to go back to it. You're going to go back to it, right? You, you take care of a bunch of patients. You do all this stuff for six months. Um, they drop off. They stop care. They don't come back, whatever it is. You got to loop that back. You can't just be like, okay, those 700 patients are gone. Let's go acquire another 700 patients. And you're like, this that's not good. That That is such a trying. How many of you are starting to get burnt out after 10, 15, 20 years of doing this? I get burnt out, you know, thinking about you guys doing this. So it does get a little bit out of control. So that, that was super useful for me. I, um, I stopped wondering about linearity and started doing circles, which is great. So going back to how to nurture these new patients that come into your office. So at the table, this is what we do. We have a promo. Uh, you half off, get half off an exam if you sign up today. See, see your scans, Larry. 
I mean, like I said, hot today. We can't put too much weight on this, but that's that's a lot of red on that screen there. There's stuff going on. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah that's great. I have so much tension there. I'm like, well, this doesn't really measure tension. It's measuring why the brain is sending so much frequency to the area. It's compensation is what we're measuring. And he's like, oh, and this is what we do. This is what we do in chiropractics. When we, ha- when we have this stuff going on in our neck, wherever it may be, it can lead to A, B, C, D, E. Um, and we have a questionnaire that they fill on the bottom. And at the very bottom, it tell it says, do you have any complaints? 90% of people put something on there. Other people say no. Um, but 90% of people put something. So you have a cheat sheet right there. And you'd be like, I see that you put neck pain there. Or you put headaches there. You put low back pain there. This is what we do, Larry. We help people. We've been doing this for a long time. As you can see, we're busy practice. We do great stuff. Look at our reviews. Nothing but net. Um, for today, we usually do exams for 300 bucks. They're, it's on for 99 If you just sign up today, we'll get you all registered. Depending on the flow, if there's a lineup, we get a little bit behind. At least I get their email, phone number, and sign them up. And I ask, what's the best time of day for you for us to call you and best time of day for you to see a chiropractor? They're like, evenings. Great. We know that. It's noted. If it's not too busy, I bring them right in the front door, and I have one of my CAs there that's just – that's what they're doing is making sure that the bathrooms are clean and sitting at the uh, at the front desk for that. They're just – closing them and booking them into the office. It's a great way. Depending on where you're at, if you're not doing it at your at your location and you're at a, a boat show, then you have a closing thing right there. Some people bring a stripe or a square with them and they, they take a deposit. That's a smart thing because what that ends up doing is if you sign up 100 new patients uh, and you get the, you know, it, it increases the probability of them coming in because they got some skin in the game. I like that theory. Uh, but again, if you know the value of your list, you don't want to create any obstacles or barriers to get their phone number and email, right? So depends how you're playing this. Me, not much of a barrier there. Can't book an appointment right now, Larry? That's okay. Put your name down. We'll call you. Great. Just don't make it difficult. Put as as least tra- uh, friction to transaction as you possibly can. And that's, a, that's just a golden rule in business. So events, pretty cool stuff. Right, you want to nurture all those leads. You put them into a a thank you email for coming to the event. Then they're then they're automatically populated into your lead um, automation. You guys have lead automations, right? Cold lead automations, warm lead lead automations, new patient automations. You do right. We've been you've been watching this this podcast for a long time. You've been listening to this thing, right? Um, you're starting to do that, right? No. It's okay. There's so much to do and it's not easy. There's a lot of work behind this stuff, but having automations really makes life easier as well. So as you guys know, I coach, I do all this stuff. I have two tiers of coaching. One is just uh, the monthly coaching. We get on a phone call every single week and we help you exactly where you are in your business. And number two is my higher level one where it's the same thing, coaching every single week. And on the back end, we are building all the automations custom to your office for you. and You have access to it for life. We use your CRMs or whatever you may be using. I teach you how to build the list. All you got to do is plug in emails into this thing and let the machine just start generating it for you. So we, when we say the back end, not only email automations, your social media marketing, your Facebook, your Instagram, your TikTok, your Google ads, we build the whole back for you so that all you need to do is know how to log in, change some things up, Upload a video or a picture and hit go. Hit publish. That's it. And then it all goes for you. And then you have access to me for life. I'll keep myself healthy and be here for a long time. I promise as much as I can. And then you have access to this. And as things change and evolve, 
we're here for you too. So th- th- those are the things we do for you. But I, th- I encourage you to do an event. And I hope this podcast was useful. Keep engaged in the Facebook group and make sure you join it if you're listening to this for the first time. Facebook marketing, marketing 101 for chiropractors, sorry. Marketing 101 for chiropractors on Facebook. You come to that, you log in, it's free. It's a free group. And I'm just gonna start dumping a lot more of this high value stuff in there for you because it's no good sitting in, the, in my head. It's absolutely useful or useless sitting in my head because it's not going to help you guys. Um, there you go. Let me know. Leave some comments. Let me know about this podcast. I was excited about it. Maybe two people might be excited about it too. Let me know. I'll keep going. And again, every week I'll keep dropping as much value as I possibly can. Have a great week to your success. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave a rating. It helps get our podcast out to more listeners. Also, join Marketing 101 for Chiropractors on Facebook or visit us at EnricoD.com for more information on growing and scaling your business.